Y'all hear that? Them frogs is outside. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to She Gets a Pod. My name is Shan. You can find me on... Um, What can't you find me on is a question, but you can find me at Podden on IG, TikTok, Twitter, and com. But for the most part... I got a good show for my people, for my audience, because I know my audience. Today's show is called I Should Blank By Now. And I believe that most of my listeners are in their late 20s, 30s, and 40s. And we have some that's a bit older. And we have a few trickling in that's a bit younger than their 20s. I appreciate all of you. And I know that all of us live on our our own perspectives with all of the perspectives of society, right? And a lot of us feel like I should blank by now by what we see in the news, what we read in the paper, what we see online, the pictures that we see on social media, the videos that we see. But the reality is I should blank by now according to whose standards? Like, Y'all ever thought about that? Like, who made the rules fools? Who made the rules? I should blank is such a blamable statement. Like, whose fault is it that you haven't? Um, I feel like I automatically feel blame when someone says, you should blank. Or, um, I pay for this, so I should blank. It's kind of, it's very entitled. Um, when someone says you should blank, you don't instantly feel motivated to do what they think you should do. And so I know a lot of people think this about themselves, whether it's out loud or in their head. And I want to talk about it. I want to talk about people who have so many blanks to fill and feel pressure by society, their parents, their family, uh, their friends, because their friends are doing certain things that you should blank by now. Let's talk about it. So usually I have a sticky note for y'all, which is multiple thoughts. But I think tonight I got a sticky thought. All right. So um, my question is that I'm exploring um, this week is what is love for you? Like if someone says, you know, I love you to you, what does that mean? Or what does that embody? Like, I think it's super important if we are in our late 20s, our 30s, our 40s, and our 50s, that we personally figure out what love is to us. And we set a boundary on it, right? And we don't make shortcuts for people because we're lonely. We don't make shortcuts for people because we know them for many years and we're comfortable. We don't make shortcuts for people to get our love and take it with them and leave us feeling empty because I don't want people to look at me and be like, well, what's wrong with him? Why he doesn't have somebody or what's wrong with her? Why she doesn't have somebody. What you mean? You single, you're not talking to nobody. Well, what's wrong with her? Like what's wrong with him? Like it's all this blame on why you are by yourself 
when it could just be, I personally see the work I need to be doing on myself to make sure I'm someone that someone else should be adding on to or someone else should be putting in their life. It's kind of like if a new Bentley was coming out tomorrow and it was going to be in the price range of um, a middle-class family can afford it and the price range for the new Bentley was going to be 50000 I feel like the whole world would want to know, well, oh my God, why is it so cheap? What's wrong with it? What doesn't it do? And I think when it comes to people who are single working on their shit, society kind of like points fingers at the fact that Oh my God, you're still in your 30s and you're by yourself? Or you're still in your 30s and you're not married? Are you still, you know, this pretty, this smart? You have a house, you have a car, um, you work, you're responsible, and you still haven't found anybody? What's wrong with you? Or a man that's in his late 20s with no kids and no girlfriend. Oh my God, no no baby scares? What's wrong with him? It must be broken. Like, why, why can't a man and a woman have a goal and a plan and understand that their 20s are their years to be selfish? Why can't a man and a woman have a goal and a plan where, you know, going to college or getting whatever they need to be set for the next 50 years of their life requires them to have full focus and adding a possible relationship that is a gamble of working in their favor is not priority for them right now. Like, why do we look at other people's lifestyles and choices out of our only perspective on how we would do it? That's none of your business. Those are not your children that are under 18. They didn't ask for your guidance. They didn't ask for, you know, what would you do? Before I do this, Chantal, should I call him back? Before I make this move, Chantal, should, don't ask me nothing. Don't ask me nothing. Because I purposely haven't been in a relationship for years. Because I feel like I would be doing someone a disservice I'm being in a relationship just because society says, oh, Chantal, you're in your mid-30s. You need somebody. You should have a man by now. You need a man that does this and this and this. Don't nobody know what Chantal needs but Chantal. And that's me. And I don't recall telling somebody, do you see my hand up? Send me a man now. And I want him to do all of these things on this list. I didn't. y'all to you know tell me what I need and I think once we start to grow what our love looks like because our love what what our love looks like that we want it changes every year you know and I think looking at other people's relationships is unhealthy and placing judgment I think um uh, deciding why they broke up or why their relationship didn't work and you do not know the details is irresponsible and immature and 
very like shut the fuck up you know and so I think we all need to be willing to reciprocate what love looks like from the people that we say we want in our life and only accept the type of love from people that we want and how we want to be loved. And when somebody cannot love you in the capacity that you need to be loved, it's not saying that that person hated you or that person didn't want to be better for you. It's that person saying, honestly, all that shit's all that shit and glitz and glamour and bedazzle love that you need and cherry on top shit, I don't have the capacity for. Um, my hands are empty. I can't give you that. I think that's the most honest thing a person can do is say all of those things that you would like from someone in order to really understand that they love you and really be fulfilled by the love that they give you I don't have it and I think it's very important that the person trying to love somebody understands that they're not wrong for how they can love them fully you just you're not that person's person and I think the person that's being loved by the person that's not fulfilling them how they want to be fulfilled in a loving way, needs to be able to say, I appreciate the effort that you are giving on loving me, but it's not fulfilling me to be in this agreement. Now, what that agreement might be marriage. That agreement might be a relationship to continue. That agreement might be you living with a person and y'all ain't married, which I will never do, but y'all do y'all thing. Um, but you need to be able to say it. And people have to put their pettiness aside and their emotions aside and be adult. And being adult emotionally is not taking shit personally when someone's being honest. And not making them a monster because they're being honest with you. There are a lot of men of my past that I feel like love me, right? But in their own way, love me. And to a certain point in my growth, I got to a place where how they were loving me and the amount of effort that they were giving was not going to fulfill me. So I feel like I saved them the trouble of trying to constantly pour in to something they will not fulfill. And it doesn't have to be on no negativity. It doesn't have to be a they're a horrible person because they couldn't do it or they're not um, good enough for anyone. They're good enough for some type of woman out there. And I hope that they find that all of them, all five of them need to find that woman that matches the effort that they give, right? But I know she's not me. And sometimes someone loving you fully how they can love you and the love that you need does not match. It does not click. And to the outside world, it just looks like two people gave up on each other. And it's not two people giving up on each other. It's two people finally being honest to each other about 
we are not meant to be here together. There's a person for you that is not here. And there's a person for you that is not here. And we are not it. Right? So respect people's process and growth. Respect how people want to be loved. And respect the fact that you may not be able to fulfill the way that they want to be loved by a person. And it doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you not it. Duck, duck, gooks. Okay? Now, let's get into the show. (laughs) If you want to improve as a content creator or podcaster or someone that just interviews other people doing great things... Check out the podcast questions book on lulu.com, also with the podcast journal and marketing the podcast. All right, I'm not gonna fail you, they're all books created by me in order for y'all to be great people. Now, let's get back to the show on lulu.com. All right, so let's get into I should blank by now because it's so defeating. It's so defeating sometimes um, when people say that to themselves, um, when people say you should by now to you, especially like people in your family that you respect, that's like they be getting out of and you be like, damn, should I put them in a place politely? Or how can I tell grandma to hush and mind her business without telling grandma, go shut your ass up and mind your business. You know what I'm saying? So some people, I believe, had a great upbringing, right? And a great foundation. And some people are at 30 plus just getting financially good just getting emotionally healthy. Um, Some people are 30 plus just now creating a healthy family or creating a healthy marriage or a healthy relationship. Um, Some people are just now figuring out who they are at like 35. And who are we to say you should by now? Who are they, whoever they be, to say you should anything because what if you grew grew up as an orphan what if you grew up and both of your parents were on drugs or both of your parents died young and you was raised by your grandma that lived in the projects um or What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You were raised by your older sibling, and it wasn't really traditional, and they were scraping and running around to work. And <clears throat> it got to a point where you just raised yourself. Like, what if you were raised by people who looked a certain way in the public, and when you were in the, their home, they abused you? And so now you're you're an adult. But it's hard for you to be around people. It's hard for you to have healthy relationships because you don't trust people. Like, people are out here going through shit, right? And 
I feel like it's a lot of adults in their 30s, in their 40s, and who have never been loved honestly without it being out of obligation. And when I say that, meaning someone is just was just loving on them because they didn't want the public to have anything to say. Someone was just giving them a home and clean clothes because they were more concerned about what would such and such think if I didn't do this for them. Not out of the fact that I genuinely care. I genuinely want you to be hugged each day. I really want to know if you feel good about yourself. I really want to know what your thoughts are. I really want to help you understand certain things about life. Like a lot of people grew up without that. And so now that they're in adult relationships with people and they're working with people, to you, they might be awkward. But for them, it's like every day they get up is like some great accomplishment based upon how they were raised. And so we can't be out here saying, oh, you're 25, you should blank by now. Or you're 32, you should this by now. Or you should have this. Or why didn't you do this? And it's very like entitled from your point of view because you see it like this person must have had the same opportunity I did, the same time I did, um, the same goals I had. So why didn't they see that this was important? Or why didn't they think that they should have did this? Or why don't they have 35K in their savings account right now? Or why didn't they invest you know, their 401K in this? Or why didn't they make their um, paycheck you know, this and split to this account and this account like me. And maybe it's their fault why they don't have this and that. You don't know. And depending on what color you are and you live in the United States, a lot of financial know-how was kept from us. I think it's just recently in the last five years that so many people are on the internet are on videos, TikTok, IG, and Twitter giving out financial advice that look like me. Giving out financial advice on what loans you should go for if, you know, you have this much money to put down, um, what you should fill out, what seminar you should go to, um, the fact that you can make over, you know, $5,000 a day from your home just by learning this and all this access to knowledge just, just off of the fact that you don't need a encyclopedia. Shout out to my mom getting encyclopedias for us. You don't need um to go to college. You need Wi-Fi. And you could gain all this knowledge. So stop stop walking around entitled and feeling like other people should by now. Because you don't know what other people's life is or was. And I think all we can do is grow honestly and in our own way and honestly try and honestly um, look through resources and not wait for resources be, to be told to us on how we can be great. Uh, you spend so much time on Instagram. How about you figure out a way to get paid on Instagram? You spend so much time on TikTok. How about you figure out a way to be paid for TikTok? Now we got kids that are millionaires by just playing video games we got adults still being a cashier at dollar tree 
and living out their car not because they can't do anything else because they are lacking the knowledge of having more options to do something else to be more efficient with eight hours of their day so i don't necessarily think it's always about money because money never made everyone perfect money never made everyone happy that's why you have people on wall street and those high rises jumping out of windows and they have a lot of money but what they can't handle is the balance of the money the life the access the you maybe you need to take a break from this maybe you need to stop looking at the numbers so much everything that's that's good and and requires longevity requires some type of self-discipline and balance i'm an 80s baby okay we are the kids that had great parents or had parents battling what their parents brainwashed in them and then if that was the case you either had one parent that wanted to unlearn and relearn what's healthy or you had two parents who were stubborn and didn't want nobody to tell them anything and hiding what their trauma is and everybody didn't have the the two-parent home that was healthy everybody didn't have the two-parent home that was loving that was full of protection everybody um in my 30s (laughs) they don't have two parents that are still married still have their original home they have great jobs or they're retired and they're enjoying their life. I got one parent left. I got one parent left and she does not have her own house. There's no grandma's house to go to. Um, she does not drive. Um, she takes a lot of meds, but I appreciate her time and I appreciate what she does for the family, my kids, her nieces, her nephews, my brothers, like, I know a lot of people my age whose parents are gone, right? And so I don't take any of it for granted. But at the same time, my generation and the generation before me, we are the single or the married or single with or without kids or married with or without kids and people still place judgment so my thing is when it comes to i should blank by now instead of feeling defeat instead of feeling disappointment instead of feeling some entitlement when you say that to people instead of feeling less than because of what you see on the internet that's not real because of what you see you know on tv that's not real stop beating yourself up about that okay i should blank by now instantly makes you feel like you're inadequate it makes you feel like you're late to something great i should you know screams next time Maybe you won't be a loser next year. You know what I'm saying? And we have to be honest about the fact that time is man-made. Okay? Our time as human beings is not the time that people read in that thing they call the Bible. Okay? 
And even if you don't believe in the Bible, time is a perception of what is now, what was then, and what will be, right? So who's to say at this age that society tells you you are because they put it on a birth certificate and they have this standard and these are the rules of life, you should be this. And I'm sick of like, can we normalize this? No, you normalize the shit in your life because that's what works for your life. And I'm going to do what I need to do over here because that's what works for me. Like, I think social media is like the phoniest way of connecting. Because sometimes the way you disconnect from what you really need to be doing is by being on social media. The way you disconnect from what your purpose is, is by getting sucked into what the Kardashians are doing. Is by, you know, watching YouTube videos of this millionaire versus that millionaire versus this advice versus that advice. My advice is to read different people's experiences. Most millionaires and billionaires read over 50 books per year or more. That means they are getting wisdom and knowledge from multiple people doing great things versus someone who is not a millionaire probably only reads two books a year, four books a year. Like, what? Just because you're not in elementary school doesn't mean you can't read. Just because you're not in high school anymore and your English teacher doesn't tell you open your books to Baywolf doesn't mean you can't open a book and read. There's so much free knowledge out here and we're so lazy to not get it, read it, ask somebody about it. If you have grandparents right now, you should be talking to them twice or once every day, asking them all the questions you can, especially about your family, especially about their upbringing. I don't have any more grandparents. Okay? If you know someone that has a trade and that's how they make a living, talk to them about how they run their business. Talk to them about the pro and the cons. If they had to look back 10 years from now and 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 what would they have done that they didn't do? You know, what 10 years before where they are now, what mistakes did they make so you don't make the mistakes? That's how you become a smart business person. A smart uh, financial person is by, by learning about everybody's mistakes. The reason I'm super picky about the relationships I get myself into is because I had five brothers that are older than me before me being in relationships. I'm just like, ugh, I don't want that. Ugh, I don't want that. Never that. Not doing that. Oh, that's his personality? That's why he on his third marriage. Like, I had examples constantly of what the opposite sex does, what the opposite sex talks about, and what the opposite sex is avoiding by looking at my older brothers. Then because I was a woman, I got to see what my friends and my cousins were thinking and how they were thinking that was defeating their time. And then I turned around and I had kids. 
And I'm just like, me having kids doesn't make me more of a woman than a woman that doesn't want kids. But me having kids gives me more responsibility to make sure that I'm taking care of two humans that didn't ask to be here. And at the same time, me having kids doesn't make me feel like, oh my God, I'm a damsel in distress. I need a man. Come save me. No. Me having kids made me way more honest about what it is to be a woman and what I want my daughters to see and what I want them to hear. And just because I am single and I have a house and I have a car and I pay all my bills myself doesn't mean I'm in my house teaching my daughters you don't need a man. Or a man is not of quality or having a man is not a plus. I'm not teaching them that. But I am showing them that it is possible to have these things through consistency, hard work, and planning. But yes, it would be easier to have a companion who I can trust, who gives me their effort, who shares what needs to be done, who shows affection, who takes care of me when I'm sick. Because realistically, the only time that I get really frustrated about being single is when I'm sick. Early in the morning when I want to sleep and not get the girls ready. <laughs> and um, doing like, like upkeep errands, like getting the gra- grass cut, um, fixing the door that's out. There's a there's a piece of glass stuck in the light bulb right now in the laundry room that I asked my brother last month to come look at and change. And he still hasn't come to do it. And he he works four minutes from me. He lives 12 minutes from me. Like those things, I'm just like, mm-hmm. But as far as like, oh my gosh, I just want somebody to snuggle up and hug on me. I don't crave that. Those are things that I will only crave when someone is actually real in my life, showing me that they're capable of being that person for me. So I don't have this like imaginary crave of wanting that person because for me now, they don't exist. That's not my focus. And I don't like people like all on me when I'm sleeping. I like to sleep cold. Okay, I like my titties to be out, (laughs) but I'm just saying like, I don't crave what women my age are craving right now from a man in that way. And, And I don't want to be phony and say, oh, I need a man, so... I don't have to do all of this myself and I don't have to. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. But some days I'm just tired. Some days I just don't want my name called. I don't want to be wanted by anybody. And it's not fair to ask someone to be in a partnership with you, in a relationship with you, and have days where 
you don't want to be wanted. And because you want to turn off your affection, you then block that person from getting affection because you want to be invisible. And that's shit that I do. And it's not, it's not, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's not normal. It's my normal. But just because something is my normal doesn't mean I have to make it someone else's normal because we're in a relationship. Like, that's selfish. And those are things that you only learn about yourself when you spend enough time by yourself. When you're in relationships back to back to back, you'll never see it. It'll always be an in an argument, in a discussion you keep having with this person, and you'll never see it until you're by yourself. So what we should be doing is consistently learning. We should be honest about what we want because our parents were scared to be honest about what they wanted. We've seen our parents married, happy, some of us, and we've seen our parents married and unhappy. And I knew that the type of marriage I saw my parents in, I didn't want that. A big ring never gave anyone forever happiness. Ask Elizabeth Taylor. Is she still alive? I don't think so. But she kept all 11 of them rings in the marriages. And they were nice, big and fancy. They had diamonds in them. All that shit. But she wasn't really happy and fulfilled in them. And she, it was nothing for her to get out of them. And I'm not saying, you know... Get into marriage, get out of marriage, get into marriage, get out of marriage. I'm not making a mockery of it, but I'm for damn sure saying I'm not about to get married just because society says, oh, you should be married by now. My whole point of this episode is do not let what people assume you should be doing by now dictate what you're doing right now. Be honest about what you need to do right now. Focus on what your goals are. Plan it out. And if someone comes into your life that you want to make space for, that you want to learn to love, that you want to grow with, cool. But don't solely make that, now I got to put this at the priority instead of my kids. I got to put this at the top of the priority instead of me owning a home. I got to put this at the top of my priority because my job is not important because society tells me if I don't get married by this time, I'll never be married. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Okay. Do your own thing. Be honest. Love on you. Learn more things about yourself. So when someone really good comes into your life, you could be honest about how you can show up with them so they can be honest about how they can show up with you and then together y'all like motherfucking power rangers in this bitch and y'all just like another fucking day together let's do this you know what i'm saying but if it ain't that i don't want it i don't want no lopsided friendship i don't want no lopsided relationships i don't want no lopsided marriages i don't want my kids to grow up feeling lopsided and unfulfilled i don't want my kids not being comfortable coming to me about whatever their concerns are i don't want it if it's half-ass i don't want it if you got to keep secrets i don't want it if you can't be transparent i don't want it if you can't come to me one day and be like you know what 
I thought this was going to work. This is not working me, working for me because of X, Y, and Z. Is this something we can work on or is this something you're not willing to work on? And if I say I'm not willing to work on it, I am not the one that's going to be like, but you have to stay. You don't have to stay. There are three doors to my house and <laughs> they unlock from the inside and I am not hiding the key. Help yourself. Do you need boxes? I got boxes. But set your boundary. Don't be scared to set your boundary and live your life. And don't allow society to dictate what you should be doing by now or what you should have by now. Because you ain't on nobody else's timeline. You on your timeline. And you ain't got to check it with nobody. You grown. My name is Shan. Thank you for listening. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can. I use Red Circle to host my podcast. If you would like to buy merch, check out She Gets It Shop and Who Is She In Shop. And I will be back at it. Bye. Thank y'all so much for checking out this episode once again. I know I drop twice a week, but you know what I'm saying? The girl got a lot to talk about. Um, I hope I'm helping somebody out there and not just talking out the side of my neck. But um, don't forget to check out Lulu.com for the books if you need help with podcasting. Check out Shannon Pods on YouTube. Drop some videos this week on there. And if you're looking for more podcasts to check out that I am involved in, check out The Real Relationship Rapport, Loudmouth Stereo. Um, if you are on AdamandEve.com, you could use the uh, coupon code for 50% off M-O-U-F with that. And check out the Cozy Womb Podcast if you're a parent. Um, so What Pays Beyond Bed Podcast. And I feel like I'm missing one. Lama, Real Relationship Report, She Gets It, Cozy Womb. So What Pays Beyond Bed. No, that's all of them. And shambipotting.com. And back to the show. Back to show. Back it, back it, back to show.